THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. Creators like longtime listener and friend of the show, Carl Smith, and by listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter. Hacha! Comic Book Podcast, first and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN Cover to Cover. Yeah, we do it every Saturday. This one just happens to be Saturday, October 20th. Yeah, it is October 20th. Yeah, it is. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics with you nerds, and we do it live. You can call us at 402-819-4894 or go to Facebook and click our call now button if you want to get in on the action. If you don't have time to do it live, maybe you've got kids, maybe you're just a jerk, maybe you're too hungover. I totally get it. That shit happens. You can leave us a voice message or you can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. But before we roll into this wreckage, Joey, I need you to reset the question of the week. Okay. For those of you who don't know, we pose a question of the week every week on a regular show so you can think about it. And then get back to, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I, spooky. Oh, I'm holding a flashlight. Yeah. Ah. I am the leprechaun. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the googly eyes. Those are yeah. pretty cool. Uh, for those of you listening to this uh, on your podcasting machine, I'm, you're really missing out on some quality yeah, visual content. Sense. Yeah, Facebook came up with these stupid masks that they put on people. Like oh, Patrick I look like, like a Gandalf. wizard right now. It's pretty cool. Uh, all right. You were going to say something. For those of you that don't know. Oh, dot, no, dot, I told dot. him. We put the... Oh, we, okay. Yeah, I just told him. All right. This week's question comes from our latest goocher, Trevor, via the THN forums. Halloween is fast approaching, so let's get spooky. <laughs> this month we'll see yet another return of Michael Myers. The Annabelle doll will still be conjuring up trouble next year, and Chucky will soon be returning to play with another child. You see what he did there? Yeah. All that wordplay? Yeah. It's clever He's stuff. He's good at this. It's what I expect from Trevor. Yeah. It's enough to make me wonder what horror or monster movie franchise needs to be laid six feet under. Bonus question. What franchise should be risen from the grave? Ooh, I dig it. It's going to be a fun one. We're talking scary stuff because Halloween's next week. We're going to have our big uh, THN Halloween bash. We do it every year. Uh, we used to do the metal show where we like worship yeah. Satan, but then you know we got in trouble with some copyright stuff. I have contacted some metal bands, and they have said we can use some of their music. So, we may do a metal show. We'll see. No promises yet. Regardless. Oh, man, the weightlifting one makes you sweat. <laughs> the phone lines are open, and we want to talk to you guys. All right? I just opened them up. Daredevil is back. I want to talk about Daredevil Season 3. Luke Cage just got canceled, and we don't know why. We have some speculation we would like to discuss with you guys. All right? This also came a week after the cancellation of Iron Fist, and like we talked about was it last week's show we were talking about New York Comic Con or the week before? Uh, last week, I think. Last week. No Luke Cage mention at all at Comic Con. They talked about Jessica Jones. They talked about uh, new Punisher. They talked about more future Daredevil. No mention of Luke Cage. I don't know what's going on there. But I want to rap about this stuff. The new Halloween movie is out. I need to know if you guys saw it. I need to know if it's any good. I need to go see it. I haven't had a chance to yet. I'm going to try and go tomorrow. But I want to rap about this stuff. You got to call us. 402 819 Nine four. If you want to get in on the action, of course, we will also talk to you via our Facebook chat. There are chatters on there now. What are they saying? I can't see this. Who is that? Uh, we got a thumbs up from Thomas Branch. Hey, all right. and a thumbs up and nice filters, boys. Good morning, nerds, from our buddy Cotton. Hey, what's up, Cotton? He misses the metal show uh, pre copyright strike. Yeah, it was good uh, it was stuff. A bummer. It was good stuff. Well, before while we're waiting for somebody to call us, let's go check the THN yeah, voicemail. A few messages. Let's reach into our digital voicemail bag. See what we've got here. Oh, hey. We've got Mr. Jason Sachs, Sachs. author of the American Comic Book Chronicles the 1990s, which is now available through Amazon. We'll hit the streets in about two weeks. Oh, oh. As I know it was well out. As the new podcaster nice. for Classic Comics Cavalcade. I've got some extra studio time, and I thought I would call in with my question of the week. So, Fancy. who am I sick of in the horror genre? That answer has to be Swamp Thing. 
Now I realize Swamp Thing's kind of an institution. He's been around for 40 plus years. He's had some great runs in the comics with a number of classic writers and artists working on him. Um, but you know what? I think I'm just kind of done with him. That uh, classic uh, Swamp Creature has kind of oozed his way into my heart and then oozed his way back out. <laughs> it's not that he's such a bad character. It's just as much as it's just that there's nothing really compelling him about him anymore. I mean, he's a character with not a strong central motivation who uh, just kind of ends up in the, these various adventures that never really seem to touch him de too deeply and who ends up just kind of... Eh, just kind of being there. Um, you know, it just feels like he's kind of played out and who really cares about a swamp creature anyway, anymore. What I would love to see is a remake or a relaunch of the Night of the Living Dead movies. Um, you know, the classic 1969, I think. Night of the Living Dead is one of the greatest horror movies ever. Kind of a stealth great movie about society and how it treats people so badly. Um, and I think that uh, The Day of the Dead is also an amazing film. And there's still a lot of great things to be done in that genre, particularly these days and particularly um, around race and gender and other things that um, can be kind of exposed to the light. I know we're all a little tired of zombies these days, but, you know, if you do it right, it can be great. That's it. Thanks. I'll let you know when my podcast is up. And in the meantime, buy my book. And hey, Joe and Matt, thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Jason Sexier. Thank you, Jason. Go pick up his uh, comic. What, what, I'm sorry. I can't the American think. Comic Book Chronicles. Thank you. The 90s. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I am excited. They are so fun. Uh, Jason brings up Swamp Thing. He knows how much I love the Swamp Thing. <laughs> He is not <laughs> wrong, though. He's not wrong at all. Swamp Thing has been a marginalized character at DC for a while, sort of just in the background. And then when they did try and do another Swamp Thing, it was fun for a little bit there. I, I like the Charles Soule stuff even more than the Scott Snyder stuff when they did it in the New 52 Swamp Thing. But as a horror character, I think it's time to let that Swamp Thing go and just let the Swamp Thing be the Swamp Thing. I'm fine with him being a supernatural character. Well, now he's in the Justice League. Right, so. yeah, and I'm fine with it. I think it's really cool. I love the idea. And I just think we need to stop thinking of him as a horror character at this point. Mm. You know, it just doesn't work anymore. And I get it. Like, it worked when Bernie Wrightson did it. It worked when Alan Moore did it. But you're also talking about two titans of the industry that changed comics with that book. So yeah, maybe it's time to let it go. I, you know... I know how much you love them. Those words must hurt. Have you ever seen Night of the Living Dead? No. Really? Mm -mm. Jesus Christ, Joe Patrick. It's a, it's a legendary film. I have seen Dawn of the Dead. Okay, that's different. I know. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, <laughs> and really, it was the, it was the remake. Right. The, the one with, uh, was Ving Reams in that movie? Zack Snyder, that remake? Was it Zack Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. That was like, like Fast Zombies. That was his big breakthrough. Yeah. yeah, I did see that one. That was great. God, it was good. Um, I really like Night of the Living Dead. I don't think it needs to be remade. I think it's fine the way it is, and when Hollywood starts remaking this shit, I get pretty upset with it. Well, he's not talking about, uh, not Comic necessarily wise. a remake, yeah. but like a revival. Well, yeah, yeah, but like, didn't we have those uh, Avatar, like, Nancy in Hell books, where it was like, Nancy, who was like, in the movie, was just like, you know, this 60s good girl and she was very well dressed and whatever. Is Nancy in Hell a Night of the Living Dead book? Yeah, dude. That spun out of their Night of the Living Dead crap. And in that, she's in like cut off jean shorts. They can see a little bit of her butt. And like, she's <laughs> yeah. got like her shirt all tied so her boobs are showing a little. It's like, I, I don't remember that, Nancy. <laughs> uh, and she like went berserk and became like a Nazi killer and stuff. Those books are terrible. Do not read the Avatar Night of the Living Dead. They were just really bad. So there. Okay. okay. All right then. Jimmy Randall. He's got some best and worst horror for us, too. Let's check in with our boy, Down Under, Jimmy Randall. G'day, nerds. Jimmy Randall here, sending in an MP3 for the uh, question of the week cover to cover. So um, what horror franchise basically needs to die and go away? There's lots of cool new horror franchises, lots of shitty new horror franchises. <clears throat> so I've got an answer, but hear me out on this one. My answer is Jaws. Jaws is a horror film. And the original Jaws is what I consider not only to be a perfect horror film, but a perfect film in general. Yay! Its sequels, however, were complete and utter shit. While there hasn't been a sequel in decades, <laughs> I feel the ones that do exist really detract from the cinematic beauty of the original. 
God, how I wish I could just erase the Jaws sequels from the space-time continuum. Guys, imagine a world where only the original Jaws exists. <laughs> no sequels. <sighs> oh, darling, fetch the newspaper, please. Here you are, Your Majesty. Oh, thank you. Let, let's see. Today's headline, Planet Earth celebrates its 37th year of complete global harmony, all thanks to the cinematic masterpiece Jaws. God bless you, Jaws. <sighs> Can you guys imagine? <laughs> All right, so what movie uh, franchise, horror franchise, needs to do a comeback? <clears throat> do you guys remember Critters? That sweet, oh, yeah. sweet franchise from the 80s. <laughs> I love Critters, Critters dude. You know, it's little, little gnarly dudes, little furry fellas running around eating people, yeah. getting into all sorts of mischief and jams. and It was just sweet. It was sci-fi. There was bounty hunters. It, I loved it. It would be so good to see that comeback. So that's it. Those are my two answers. Uh, Jaws is the best. Uh, the sequels are terrible. We don't need them. Critters needs to come back, and that is it. Laters, potatoes. <laughs> Critters was the best, and Critters was basically like, I don't even know what studio it was at the time, but it was their answer to it's Gremlins. It probably doesn't exist anymore. More or less. And like There was another movie called Ghoulies, and Ghoulies was like super like B- just terrible effects. Yeah. Super lame. But there were some genius parts of Ghoulies that Critters definitely borrowed from and paid attention to. Critters was full on sci-fi, though. There was, like, space bounty hunters that were sent to Earth. Yeah. They called the Critters Krikes. And, like, they had huge guns, which doesn't make a lot of sense for killing little things, but they would grow up into big monster things. And they were problem... They were, like, alien meets gremlins, kind of with a smattering of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. I highly recommend the Critters movies, and I would be totally down for them to bring that back. It would be fucking awesome. I remember seeing bits and pieces of the first Critters movie oh, on cable as a kid. They were wonderful. Uh, in his email, uh, Jimmy says, uh, say, as a side note, are you guys super keen for Red Dead Redemption 2? I sure know I am. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, yeah. yes. On a scale of one to keen, Super, super keen. keen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm super excited. That's this week. Friday. Yeah, this yeah. Friday. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got to finish Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, well, unfortunately, Spider-Man's first, uh, the first chapter of the Spider-Man DLC also comes out uh, this week, I think on Tuesday. Yeah, I saw something where so. it said, finally, players can put as many puddles as they want on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> they, like, they, they added a patch. Well, you didn't hear about the puddle controversy? No. Uh, so the first trailer okay. for the game that they showed at, at E3 or wherever it would have been, uh, that, that scene in the construction building where you first take on Mr. Negative's guys for the first time, right. uh, he, Spider-Man's on the wall and there's all these shimmering puddles, right? Right. And the game comes out and there are fewer puddles and... Dudes with way too much time on their hands stormed to the internet claiming that they downgraded the game. Puddlegate. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Puddlegate. <laughs> Hashtag Puddlegate. And it was so freaking stupid. And like uh, uh, the company uh, Insomniac had to like come out and say, dudes, we didn't downgrade the game. Yeah, that was a trailer. The, shut the hell up. Blah, blah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are you today, buddy? Good. What's going on, guys? Oh, we're just kicking it. We're on Facebook making funny masks and googly eyes and shit. Yeah. This, like, I saw the googly, googly eyes. Yeah. Very impressive. Technology, baby. I, <laughs> I know. I didn't know you guys were so advanced. Yeah, it's well, you really, know, uh, we're getting really good at this. We had a, a sudden influx of cash. <laughs> you can tell. All, all the best googly, yeah, that googly technology. Those googly wizard technology. masks aren't free, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. What do you want to rap about, Brian? Um, well, a couple things. So last week, I because um, I, the question of this week, this week, I don't watch horror stuff, so I don't have a good answer. But um, one of the things that came up um, that I heard on the thing last week was there were you guys had the bad things that happened and the good thing. Okay. Oh, to the heroes. So, you mean um, like the the yes. bad? Okay, sure, sure. The worst thing that's happened to a hero, yeah. by, like the with, worst things that after their origin. Right, 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 right. So the first one, um, or the, the worst thing, I think it's the overall story, I don't think is like bad. Um, but like what they did to Sue Dibney and Identity Crisis. Yes. Is so like, oh, yeah. 
it, it's just one of the, it's like melon baller and the soul thing. Like, oh my god. Okay, and it's but so, they just murdered her on Arrow too, didn't they? The Sue Dibney is not. I'm on sorry. Arrow. On is she on the? Was no, she on no. The Sue Legends Dibney has the, not appeared yet. Are you sure? Yes. Um, they 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 kid killed Ralph on Flash. Oh, they killed Ralph. But he got yeah. better. Okay, Although but I, he's feeling much better now. I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't finish it. Thanks, Joe. I didn't finish it. Sorry. Spo- um, he, he's much better now. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He's feeling much better now. <laughs> Apparently, I can't stop spoiling uh, stuff this yeah, week. Yeah, you're so. terrible at it. I, I I had a feeling because he's you know pretty good on the show, but uh, I'll, I'll get, I've got two more. I'll get there. Okay. Um. But yeah, that, like that opening issue where she, you know she's waiting for Ralph and he's like you know gonna go see a sweetie and all that, and then she's just like murdered and then you're like oh my god that's awful and then it's like oh wait but don't forget the dr light um raped her that time yep. yeah um sorry to <laughs> use a triggering term like that um to he he art her that time and and everyone forgot about it except like three people and i was like that's this is so awful yeah and it's like is it like interesting for like plotting like yeah but like sue is like oh my god what are you doing like that you know right. it, it was it's that combination of like the perfect character for like the gut punch. Sure. But like, what a horrible thing to do to someone who doesn't deserve it. I think that's why it worked. That's why it was so horrible and, and, and like kicking the stomach. Cause it was Sue Dibney. I'm not saying like, yeah, like had they done it to Lois Lane, I'd be like, well, good. You know, <laughs> like done with her. Yeah, no, I know she sucked anyway. You no, know, no, they, they made a list and they went through and they're like, you know what, you know, what's the most potent. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's almost too potent though. Totally. Like that. Totally. Yeah. No, no. Um, and then I think for the, uh, the, and then I was trying to think of a really nice thing and it's, it's in, um, the, uh, Starman issue number 19 with talking with David where he sees David on the pirate ship. Yeah. Yes. And David is like, oh, and he's having like this real, like it's a, this adventure with his brother who like he never got along with, but now they're like best buds now that david's like dead and in like this weird afterlife yeah and at the end Dave, david has uh jack uh their mother there and jack has to like spend the day with her and he's got like tears in his eyes and then i have tears in my eyes yeah and david's like smiling on the pirate ship and it's like oh my god like that is like that's the good that is that is what you know that's when good stuff works in comics like oh yeah. my you know it's just emotional and, and it, it, it it's just it's like an interlude issue where you don't lose anything. You gain momentum and you gain character. And well, and correct and me if I'm wrong. Emotional punch. That was like the fourth talking with David issue that we got. They did one it? every year. There was one a year, and the first one was kind of awkward. Like he was, they met, and he was kind of mad at his brother for like how stupid he handled things. And David tried to explain to him, like, "Hey, man, I was just doing. I wanted to be dad, you know." Yeah, like, they got in a fight. And he was mad. He's like, "Well, I don't want to be dad." And then like the second year, they got a little closer. And like talked again. The third year that he really opened up to him, and then the fourth year was just sort of this like, look, you you've been on this crazy ride, and you are you are like I'm so proud of you. You got you did what I couldn't do, and you're like yeah, mom was there and shit. Like they came together in those issues. It was so yeah, he was beautiful. They, they were closer every time. Oh they yeah, were I loved issues. those issues. I love yeah. the talking with David mm-hmm. issues, but that that one especially, Brian. You're totally right. It's it's a really great moment with the mom with the mom and. Um, that that reunion totally brian do you do horror yeah, comics at all i i don't do horror stuff um the closest i get is like guys punching monsters okay um you know like you know hellboy is probably the edge of it but and uh one other thing i want to talk about is the sort of horror ish related is uh the new joe casey um book uh 75 <laughs> oh it's so good it is where it's so like, good. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those books where like you look at it and you go, oh, that sounds awesome. But then, you know, eh, it's probably going to be, you know, good. Mm-hmm. But like I read it and I like physically like sitting there reading it like I don't want this to end. It was like, outstanding. I, I don't want. Yeah. I want to turn the last page and have issue two just be there. 19, like I'm ready yeah. for the trade. I, 1975, it, it which is called like MCXXL, whatever, or something like that. It, yeah is outstanding and it's perfect pulpy monster mashup like uh, and i on the review that i did i likened it to uh that old cult movie the warriors basically meets buffy the vampire slayer type shit with just a bloodbath it was so violent <laughs> it was great yeah, it, it, it's got like awesome art and it's like you know very um just this dynamic, aggressive storytelling yeah. where, like, there's just, every, it moves. It moves like a Frank Quietly book. Totally. It's got, like, it's a, 
and it's a little cartoony and you can see like the Matt Wagner inspiration. Absolutely. And, yeah. Um, pulpy. Think, it's think, ridiculous. God, I loved it. Yeah. The second issue was either out this week or is out in the coming week. I think it's next week. Um, so yeah. So any, go find number two, if you haven't read them. Absolutely. Yet, they're, Everybody they're needs great. to read they're, that book. They're great. MCMLXXV. Um, Thank you. MCMLXXV. Yeah. 1975. Yeah, I, I'll, leave the, I'll leave the Roman numerals to you experts. That's not for me. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, bro. Oh, and on the, on the Sue Dibney thing, if the rape and murder weren't enough, she was pregnant. Oh, that's right. She was pregnant, too. She was going to tell so, him. Yeah. Eat shit, Brad she Meltzer. She was going to tell him he was pregnant. Yeah. Her cancer had cleared up. You know. <laughs> All right. We got another yeah, call coming in here. Always good to talk to you, yeah, Brian. You have a good one, okay? See you, Brian. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? Shady got a catch. I had a feeling. I saw the 712 and I was like, I bet I don't know who this is. <laughs> What's going on, yeah. JD? How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Nice. What do you want to rap about today? Well, I want to start off with uh, just kind of a quick funny story. I watched, I rented X-Men Apocalypse oh. on Amazon this week. Okay. And I actually liked it, but that beside the point. Here's the funny part. So, you know, when you're, when you're watching something on Amazon Prime Video, when it gets to the end of the movie, there's a next up that comes up in the bottom corner. Right, right. And, and it came up with a movie called Wolverine X. <laughs> okay. And, I was, oh, I go ahead and I was like, what the hell is I this? Look this and, up. I'm thinking, and I'm thinking this is going to be some, you know, like – Made in Taiwan. Yeah, like, uh, like Transmorphers. <laughs> no. It's a legitimate documentary about actual Wolverines. Oh. oh about I, I, like the animal Wolverines? Okay. Yeah, like the actual animal Wolverines. <laughs> and it's narrated by Alan Cumming, and it was actually a better movie. And they <laughs> called it Wolverine X? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was narrated by Alan but, Cumming. Who played yeah. Nightcrawler? Which yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. All right. So like their SEO like got in the way. They could have gotten the, the other guy one. that voiced Wolverine on like, the X Men. They're, like, they're just like tagging movies and they're like X Men Wolverine and then they're this next one like Wolverine X and they're like all right if you like that you probably <laughs> like this. That's funny. yeah. I actually, what little I watched of it, I actually quite enjoyed because I I actually like real Wolverines as much as I like the comic book characters. I mean, so. I would, yeah, I'll totally watch that. That sounds cool as hell. Um, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hate Apocalypse. I just I thought it was kind of wasted. It was just wasted. It was fine. It was boilerplate. You know, I, I, I wish I, I had I been wasted a, when I watched I, X-Men I Apocalypse. Have, I, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. And these are thoughts that I've been going through these for a while now with, with, with Marvel. And it is just a reinforcement of something that I've been thinking about for a while now. And it kind of leads back to Secret Empire. And I figured out possibly the biggest mistake they made with secret empire and the whole hydra cap thing is they made it count okay if they would have just made it a what if or earth 95 or earth 666 or (laughs) here's the other side of that though because like i and i hear your argument but the other side of that is like what happened in the end of house of m back in the day where like we had this side story where we had this whole house of M world that was like kind of futuristic mm-hmm. and weird. And everybody sort of had slightly different personalities and did different jobs. And some good guys were bad. Yeah. Some bad guys were good. And in the very end of it, they were like, no more mutants fart. And then nobody remembered anything. There just weren't mutants around. So it kind of counts, but it doesn't really count, but it sort of yeah. counts. <laughs> well, I mean, right. it, it happened though. Yeah. It no, happened, no, and, but and nobody remembered it, anything. And in this one, some characters did. I guess a couple did. Wolverine did, for example. But like in yeah, this with Secret Empire, everybody remembers this shit. Right. Like everyone does. And they're like, whoa, man, that was terrible. Well, got to go to work. Glad the Nazis aren't in charge anymore. That's <laughs> silly. You know, that is just silly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. But, it, like if that happened like tomorrow and all of a sudden we were like, oh, God, we're all living in the man in high castle and we're aware of it. And this is nuts. And now it went away. And that's even crazy. But they didn't just. Am I insane? (laughs) Did they? Oh, they did. Yeah. They did go back in time and change the war. Yes. For some reason, I blocked out that part of it. They went back in time and changed the war, so the Nazis won, and then they just, like, farted all that out of reality, and all of a sudden, there were two Captain Americas, and the other one showed up to punch this one until he wasn't evil anymore, even though he 
technically wasn't as evil as the other guys and was still kind of cap and saying like, Hey, instead of murdering all yeah, these people, yeah. Yeah, what no, if we do I mean, this? It, like they never leave. They the either thing. needed to lean into it. Absolutely lean yeah. into it. And like cap with a swastika on his face, you know, like stepping on yeah. babies <laughs> and shit or, right, you know, right, or right. don't do it at all. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I mean, and it, it, but my, my other thought and where I'm coming from, this is, you know, recently I've been reading some, you know, current issues for me for the lake house. I, you know, like, um, there's, well, that Captain America story, the Rampart timeline yeah. storyline in, in Captain America, uh, old woman, Laura in all new Wolverine. Yeah. That was uh, cool. Yeah. Spider Geddon stuff. Uh, you know, I think right now, Oh, in, uh, Marvel two and one, uh, with the, uh, with the doom Galactus yeah. world. I just think right now, I think we have such a myriad of good storytellers that want to tell these interested, interesting and wild ass stories. I just think leaning into the multiverse and leaning into the alternate. And it sounds like that's what Marvel's doing. I think, I think someone at Marvel clicked to that. And (laughs) here's the thing. What you're, you're mainly a Marvel geek and what you're describing is exactly Uh what's going on at DC right now. It's exactly what's going on where they've just said, DC has said, you want to write a good story? Write it. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, it'll either put it in there or we won't write it. Right. So we're getting like these evergreen stories where we get to see Batman's dick and like we get, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a thing. <laughs> it almost, sh- it almost shut down DC comics. For know, and you also have Scott Snyder telling these like insane justice league stories right now. I mean, the pages of what Bendis is doing in Superman is fucking crazy. Like, the entire Earth is in the Phantom Zone right now. The entire Earth. Because Star Labs fucked up. And they're like, we didn't do this! We're so sorry! They're like, yeah, you did do this. Well, maybe if DC can get their their houseboat in order. Yeah, (laughs) right. And and also, I wanted to correct you. uh, It's still more expensive than Marvel Unlimited. It is. It's yeah, uh, Marvel Unlimited is $69 a year. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, that breaks down to like $2 a month, right? I don't know if I'm doing my math right there, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that. It's, so DC is seven ninety nine a month uh, if you pay month to month. Hey, my friend Mandy is watching. Right. Hi, Mandy. But, um, the, I miss you. The pre-order deal was if you bought it for a full year, you got three extra months. So it was seventy four right. ninety nine yeah. for 15 months. Okay. Still. Regardless. But I think but, uh, Marvel Unlimited is nine ninety nine. They need to get their shit together. Month. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. They they give you a discount if you do annual. They don't offer a month to month at that same price. So yep. if you do annual or if you do monthly, it's nine ninety nine. If you do per the year, you can do sixty nine. Yeah. So but, DC uh, is cheaper if you're a month to month sort of person. You I just want to try it. But out. you also don't have any of any like. But yeah, why would you remotely any new comics? You why would this, you this collection of comics that it looks like they had like a few boxes that were set up and they spilled into the app and they're like, oh no, let's clean <laughs> <laughs> boxes that had not been sorted. Let's yet. clean some of that up. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's totally uh, I, I don't know. I think I'm just trying to you know bright side marvel and yeah no i mean marvel unlimited is great good stories and i'm not saying you're wrong what i'm saying about marvel is they are definitely trying to do what dc is having success with right now and i think dc is having more success with it right now well okay but i think what jeff is describing and what you're describing are two different things jeff is talking about like stories that take place in the marvel multiverse like what if worlds yeah no and i not like this is a story that could be a regular Batman story, except Batman's dick is in it. Right. That's not the <laughs> no, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that is, is what that like, story is about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like, I want to see a story where, you know, like old man Hawkeye. I'm loving that. Uh, different timelines, the what ifs. Right, the, alternate timelines. You know, basically right. Marvel's yeah. Elseworlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know? exactly, exactly. Like, they're doing it, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider and Thanos were doing it mm-hmm. uh, be- yeah. with, with that. Like, there's a, there's a lot of interest in alternate timeline stories and i think it's always been there like alternate timelines are fun they're super fun definitely i love alternate timeline stories um and and that brings me back to uh x-men apocalypse uh the way i kind of like suddenly that movie 
clicked for me and I just really started leaning into it and enjoying it was going, hey, this is a really fucking interesting alternate timeline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Especially Where the original five weren't the first X-Men. Right. And yeah. now we're getting yeah. to see them come around. Especially when you remember. Cool. Yeah. Especially when you remember that in the previous movie, uh, Wolverine and the time traveling X-Men right. rewrote yeah. reality. Yeah. They changed yeah, the yeah, world. Exactly. So like anything goes like we don't, who, who even knows what happened in this world to these X-Men. Right. Um, I know. And it's really cool. I don't <laughs> even know if the first class, Oh, I guess Wolverine, um, uh, uh, days of future past was sort of a first class movie, right? No, it still was the same yeah, characters. Yeah. Yeah. Same characters, yeah. but he had the time travel involved. And then old, like Logan, was of the final farewell to Wolverine as we know him as Hugh Jackman, and yeah. that took place in the mm-hmm. old X Men continuity in the future. Yeah, and it was like it tied all it tied all that up, and now and, it's gone. Forget about it. And then we and then we saw Weapon X in X Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in the chat, changing the subject briefly, uh, Tim Benson writes that JD will appreciate this. I'm almost done with Planetary. It's pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Nice. Authority is up next. Good man. <laughs> now you can go pretty directly good. from planetary to injection, and mm-hmm. you're good to go. Oh man, yeah, you've sat for a while. You got plenty of reading to catch up on Benson. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick, quick answer to the question of the week, though. Uh, I don't have a horse, poor property that needs to die, but one that we definitely need to bring back is we need to bring back the Monster Squad. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? Do those kids as adults and have their kids like being bothered. And they have to slowly reveal to their kids like we were the monster squad once and this shit is coming Uh back to haunt us. Like the monsters come after their kids, you know, and they're like, oh, God, squad legacy. We got to get the squad back together. They are like Wolfman and took my kids because I kicked them in the nards once. (laughs) JD, write it up. Write up a treatment. We'll use our connect our Hollywood connections. This shit writes itself. It's perfect to get to get some meetings set up. I would love to have Monster Squad Monster back. Squad two, Squad Gold. Yeah, Shane Black. <laughs> Shane Black needs to redeem himself after that piece of shit that was Predator. Ugh. I didn't see it. It was barely a movie. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It had Keegan Michael Key in it, it though. So dumb. Couldn't be all God, bad. No, it sucked. It sucked. It was stupid. Wait, what movie were you talking about? The latest. The, the Predator. The Predator. Yeah. The, oh, the newest. Oh, one. oh, the one with Olivia Munn. Yep, Shane Black directed that piece of shit. Did he, yeah, he also directed man. the original Predator, right? No. He wrote the original he Predator. He didn't direct it. it oh, was... he was in it, though, too. He was one of the commandos. Shane Black? Was yeah. he? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah, the guy with glasses is Shane Black. That was Shane Black? Yep. Are you serious? I don't know this? I know something yes. that you don't know. No Actually, way. speaking of Olivia Munn, back to X-Men Apocalypse, her, her as Psylocke was one of the biggest travesties of that movie. That was fucking terrible. It was, it was so dumb. But I figured out a way to fix it. I figured out a way to fix it, and, and, and we could actually do it without even hardly reshooting it. All you'd have to do is go back and sub in a couple words of dialogue, and that's just change, take out the word Psylocke, and then digitally put a red stripe over one of her eyes, change her name to Revanche, <laughs> God, and, it, and, the, and the character makes sense. That's That's... All right. That's I, getting a little deep. I almost hung up on you. That's, getting a, that's a pretty deep cut. Good God. For the X-Men, where we like, we, we barely got Nightcrawler, one of the most famous X-Men yeah, ever. Yeah, like you want revenge, revenge to show up? Really? Quanon. Yeah. No, my point is, no, I, I, my point is not that I want her to show up. My point is, is that she did show up and they just mislabeled her. Fair enough. Fair enough. that's not Psylocke. Yeah, and like why Apocalypse is like, I have chosen some of the most dangerous and deadly and powerful powerful mutants in the world like you in the swimsuit with the thought sword you know like what <laughs> we've been over this man we've been over this yeah she wasn't even a telepath she was a half-assed telekinetic yeah she sucked that even in stupid. the comics though apocalypse wasn't choosing the most powerful mutants i know he was just choosing mutants that he could like take and screw around with or whatever no. all right jd always good to talk to you buddy i gotta hang up with you and open these phone lines for some more people we're hogging the whole show for crying out loud all right talk to you guys take later. it easy jeff right, talk to you later listeners big news we have a new sponsor what some idiot has thrown us money yeah oh my god a lot Ugh. a lot of money frankly it could have gone towards his patreon but 
Uh, it's somebody you might be familiar with, a little friend of mine named Carl D. Smith. Never heard of him. A.K.A. Camarillo Brillo. Oh, why didn't you just say that in the first place? That's right. He is the star of such illustrious podcasts as Make Eternia Great Again, which is all about He-Man, and Goad Kicker. And he has a new Patreon where he is putting up all sorts of fun stuff to do with his writing and gaming adventures. The URL is patreon.com slash Carl D. Smith, and this is what you're going to be able to find there. Patron-only access to full stories, fun gaming events, breaking news, and even occasional swag. Patrons pay as low as a buck a month. It's charged month to month. There's no long-term commitment. As with all patrons, you can come and go as you please. But it's not just for people that want to pay. There's also free content for public users, including updates and samples of projects that are in the works. Carl has three levels, he calls them, of his work. Uh, One is his all-ages level, where he's got projects like Draw Your Own Adventure and Bigfoot Jones. Uh, He's got uh, something that's appropriate for most ages, horror books like... (laughs) Most ages. (laughs) Most ages. Uh, His horror anthology, The Horror of Loon Lake, and Be Careful What You Wish For. He also has Play Your Own Adventure, which is a line of game books, hex card-based solo adventures, and full tabletop RPGs. Then he's got his Teen Plus stuff, only for grown-ups, kids. His horror books, The Darkness Out of Carthage, which is like Lovecraft meets the Punic Wars. It's fun stuff. Historical fiction. And he's got an upcoming fantasy series, Cardinal Fates. Go to the Patreon now. They're currently in the middle of a live playthrough of his first Play Your Own Adventure gamebook. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure style branching path novella with RPG staples like character creation and dice rolling. All the money you throw to Carl goes exclusively towards leveling up his work. Being able to get his name out there, get uh, his promotion going, it includes uh, tabling at conventions, uh, being able to travel and set up at shows, and all the feedback and encouragement is appreciated and it's going to fuel his productivity. Guys, Carl's a great writer. He's, he's a, cr- a great guy. He's a creative juggernaut. He this, is seriously. a huge supporter of this show and he has been since almost the beginning. He made just a, he recently made a huge life choice to really chase this too. And like honestly, I think it's absolutely worth throwing some money at this guy, not because he's a friend of ours, but because he's taking a chance. Okay, folks? Go throw some money at Carl Smith. He quit his job. His family is in a disarray. He quit his job. He ditched his family. If Bigfoot Jones <laughs> isn't a hit, it's your fault. That's right. When we find the body of Carl Smith, it's your fault. All right? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Carl D. Smith. We'll have that right in the notes for this show. Absolutely. Well. Thank you, Carl, for your sponsorship. You're too goddamn sweet to us. The phone lines are open, 402-819-4894. Oh, you know what? Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had a question. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? What's up? It's Phil Lee. Phil, Phil Lee! Hi. What is up, Phil? How you doing? What's going on, guys? We're kicking it, you know? We got, we're got we wearing funny masks on uh, Facebook because it's always I Halloween. I see the filters. Yeah. Distracting and entertaining. They're right? pretty glitchy. <laughs> right. It can't, it, can't, it can't quite figure out where our heads are. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, what do you want to rap about, Phil? while Matt's pumping some iron, that yeah. looks good. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> what do you want to rap about hey, today, I want buddy? to answer the, uh, the uh, question of the week. Let's do it. All right, so which franchise should be buried? Uh, I personally say all of them. Uh, to me, horror movies work best like uh, magic tricks and reality shows. Like once you've seen the twist, it's kind of done. I agree. Yeah, we talked. We uh, touched on this. I think. I agree. Last okay. week, okay. where oh, horror okay. movies work best, just like that one story. Well, any scary right. movie yeah. like that. As soon as right. you learn the twist in the end, it you've revealed it. You've revealed the magic. Yeah. Like the and I mean, you can kind of stretch them out a little bit with sure. the story and whatnot, but. Three is probably tops on any horror Yeah, movie. like the sixth time Freddy Krueger comes back, you're just like, oh, him again? Oh, yeah. Halloween, no, no, no. I think, right. is the perfect example. Because, like, you had Halloween 1 and Halloween 2, and they worked seamlessly, and they were great. Halloween 3 right. went off into a totally different story. They right. had nothing to do with Michael Myers, and they went, that sucked. Right. Let's bring Michael Myers back. But now uh, there's a satanic cult that worships him, and Paul Rudd is, like, related yeah. to him. And Jamie Lee Curtis had a little sister, and she speaks to him psychically. Like, stop it. <laughs> Just horror, horror does not work as a franchise, uh, the genre, to me. It is very yeah. difficult. Uh, I, I, you make a although, really good point, Phil. Uh, 
The exception would be anthologies because of the uh, opportunity to tell several different stories. Sure. So like uh, American Horror Story, which thanks to Matt, I'm back on. Oh, man. It's excellent. It's so fucking it's so good. good. It's so, so did you, good right Did you now. watch this week's? Uh, yes. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so was, good. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's a great series. Now, speaking of anthologies, which should be resurrected, uh, and I had to call in because I know about, nobody else is going to say this, and i got to put it in the universe. Tales from the Hood. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Not Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Hood. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay. Tales from the Hood. Not Tales from the Crypt. Just making sure I heard you right. <laughs> uh, if you've ever seen the original Tales from the Hood, oh, yeah. probably two people have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg was heavily movie. involved, as I recall. <laughs> uh, I think Snoop, no, no, Snoop was in the sequel. Yeah. They made sequels, which are horrible. They're so horrible. bad. <laughs> horrible. Le- the Leprechaun movies are better. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> Speaking of which, Leprechaun in but the But the original was a, a freaking classic. Uh, it was a nice commentary on, like, racial issues. It was good and cheesy and over-the-top, like... Uh, oh, I loved it. A Tales... A Tales from the Crypt story should be. Yeah. They were urban uh, horror stories, basically. Yeah. Well, but it also in the vein of Tales from the Crypt, they never took themselves seriously, you know. Right. Uh, a lot of kind of overt jokes and things like that. Uh, but this, and I would like to see that redone. This also came period. out at a time in Hollywood where all those other horror franchises, like uh, Friday the 13th, Leprechaun, they were all just like, well, we what do we do? We're like, we, we right. went, Jason in space. We, we killed everybody. Jason in space. We killed everybody at the camp. We killed everybody <laughs> in the neighborhood. The Leprechaun came here. With, where have they not gone? Jason takes Manhattan. And then the next thing right. we get is Leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> and right. like, where's me going with me, homies? You know? <laughs> Urban America. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. oh, why can't they leave black people alone? Come on. You know, we don't have enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And now the Leprechaun's coming to fuck with this, like, up-and-coming rapper? Come on. <laughs> and they didn't do it good. Like, yo, if the Leprechaun's going to come to the hood, bring them to the hood. Yeah. Like, you know, get them some, some nice fat, you know, gold rope and all that stuff. Totally, totally. <laughs> they didn't bring him to the hood at all. Blame. It's not like he was hanging out outside the quick shop and there was, like, you know, right. like, back in the, when New York was still a shithole and there's, like, garbage fires and shit. No. This was oh, a story no. of, like, up and coming like rapper like that signs his soul to the leprechaun right. to be even like better the rapper is, to the hood, is that what know, leprechauns do it was like the strip clubs make it rain or something yeah it was like <laughs> it was like empire if the leprechaun made the family taraji b henson famous you know basically <laughs> i didn't know that leprechauns made deals like this that. one did. Yeah, the leprechaun was constantly saying, like, oh, I'll give you your soul and I'll give you this and da 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 and me gold. Ha ha. And, you know, it was a whole thing. <laughs> now, they're yeah, remaking like, Leprechaun. Back, they're uh, remaking Leprechaun do- and they're doing it what? without Warwick Davis. That is fucking bullshit. He's old. So what? He's a fucking leprechaun. You put the mask yeah, get, uh, on him. You don't know how get, old he is. The, uh, what's the other one? Uh, pick your Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. No, don't do that to Peter Dinklage. Jesus Christ. The man is a serious oh, actor. Do that to him. Do no. that for him. No. No. <laughs> You're welcome, Peter Dinklage. Enjoy right? your new career. Game of Thrones is over. Yeah. You're oh, the you're new leprechaun. Now you're the leprechaun. <laughs> Stubby. Stubby Wade. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for that little ride. No, with horror in the uh, hood, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> Tales from the hood, man. Bring it back. Check it out. Put Jordan Peele, Spike Lee. Totally. Uh, maybe even a uh, Donald Glover. Absolutely. Get Kevin Hart in there. Guys have a you gotta get Kevin Hart story. in there, man. A scared yeah. Kevin Hart screaming. It's high get boys, those guys to do the stories, right? Ah! You know, <laughs> get all the actors. <laughs> I love it, but I want Snoop yeah. to be the Crypt Keeper again, totally, because I did like that in the second one. And he's like, "What's up, babies? Today we got a terrifying." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Get you. Get, <laughs> you know? No, you get like a was it Sterling K. Brown or somebody to be the Crypt Keeper? Oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be good. good. That'd be good. Or, Snoop, Snoop's yeah. a game show host now. Or Ghostface Killer. I want Ghostface to do it. He wears a hoodie. <laughs> You know, and he's like, you got to get some woo guys in there doing it. That would be scary, man. Ooh, well, they could be the little thugs that tie the story together. Yeah, like let, let RZA do all the music. Oh, man, that would be fucking awesome. I, now I'm fully on board. <laughs> <laughs> You've won him over. <laughs> Phil, always good to talk to you, buddy. Always, brother. Have a good Take one. Easy. See you, Phil.
Okay. Uh, you were about to say before Phil. Yeah. Uh, so I had a question that I forgot to ask JD. Uh, at the end of Secret Empire, did they undo the fact that they changed history? Yes. Or did the real Captain America just show up and punch out the bad one? They undid it by having the real Captain America show up and punch the bad one until history was undone. I don't know if that's how that works. That's I reviewed it, and I was just like, this was stupid. So in the Marvel Universe, the Nazis didn't win World War II. No, okay. but they did take over for a while, and everybody remembers it. Everybody remembers. It's not like they farted reality back. And we're, that's why I don't think we were they, like, Whoa, they, what happened? Oh, just guess it's still Tuesday. You know, nothing like that happened. There's a huge fight. And, and Nazi cap fought real cap and real cap punched Nazi cap until it broke the spell. Like basically. Superboy Prime. Yes. <laughs> Punching exactly. the walls yeah. of reality. Only he beat his head against the walls of reality. <laughs> and, until it changed history. Secret back. Empire is terrible. I'm it was sorry. it was dumb. It was dumb, and you could tell they were trying to course correct because they were afraid they offended people. Yeah, people were mad, and they should have just written it out and ended it the way they wanted to end it, and just say, "Like it or not, you guys all bought it because it still sold really well." So whatever. Regardless, no more Secret Empire talk. Okay, uh, unless it's about Taraji P. Henson. <laughs> <laughs> Secret <laughs> Secret Empire. So Luke Cage. Canceled. Luke Cage is canceled. Luke Cage got canceled, and it got canceled in a really weird way. Like and late, we just had new like it, yeah. so late at night that I hadn't heard about it. We had New York Comic Con a couple weeks ago, and they announced another series of Daredevil, the next uh, season of Punisher, another season of Jessica Jones. They were quiet about Iron Fist, and there wasn't a word about Luke Cage. A week later, Iron Fist is canceled. The week after that. Luke Cage is canceled. And they said it was because of creative differences between the creators and Netflix, which leads me to believe, and it's my conspiracy that I that you'll hear on the show next week, leads me to believe that they came to Netflix and said, all right, Iron Fist kind of sucks. We all agree on that. But everybody loves Luke Cage. What if we do a Heroes for Hire, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist show? And I can see Netflix going, just got rid of that shit that nobody liked and was making fun of. Let's not ruin Luke Cage, too. <laughs> and I, and that but also leads me to believe that you will get a Heroes for Hire show on the Disney streaming service. See, but that doesn't really make sense to me because why would why would Marvel Studios or whoever Disney say okay, well then we're taking Luke Cage away. I don't think they did. I think Netflix said no, we don't want to do that. And Marvel said, well, that's what we want to do. And Netflix went, okay, bye. See ya. Netflix doesn't care. You know how much money that company is making right now? It is hand over fist. And Daredevil and Jessica Jones were way bigger hits than even Luke Cage. I get it, but I don't understand why Marvel would not just say, okay, well, fine. We'll come up with a different idea. If they're shifting. Because there's, no Mar- there's no way people at Marvel are like, yes, this is the right thing to do if they think for shift- our success. If they think shifting gears to do this on their streaming platform, and this is their way to get the rights back to this, because when they started these Netflix shows, this was not even reality. The Fox merger wasn't even being talked about and shit. Yeah, okay, but Luke Cage seasons one and two will still be on Netflix. For a while. Yeah, they'll still have to keep licensing them, and at some point, Marvel's going to get it back. I mean, this is the same thing they did with like fan- their Fantastic Four comics, maybe, where they said, all right, you Fox doesn't want to give us FF back. We're not going to do any FF. What do you think of that? We're not pushing it. We're not going to go for it. We're not going to lean into it. Hold on to it. It's fine with us. <laughs> they waited, and it paid off. They got it back. We don't know that that's what happened. We don't we know, don't know what, what that this is what's going on with no. Netflix either. But it does seem it's, really, really strange. People people are wondering if it's going to be, uh, the timing is weird. And yeah. people are wondering if that just means that they're going to do a Heroes for Hire thing. I kind of doubt it. I predict they will, but I predict it is on the streaming service. And I don't think it's the same guy as Iron Fist. And I'm fine with that. Recast Iron Fist, please. That dude sucks. Can't remember his name. I hate him. Mark Tarrington checked in with us. Let's, uh, let's see what Mark's got for us. I can't remember his name either. Hi, this is Mark from Earth27, and I'm just ringing in to let you know that I've stopped my toe, and it really hurts. It's agony. Jesus, ah! Mark. Bye. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Is it still playing? Yeah. 
Okay, okay no, it just took it. him a minute to shut off All the recording. Right. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> I hope you're feeling better, Mark. Yeah, no shit. That's because that hurts. That's a brutal bummer. Sorry to hear that. Uh, listen, Daredevil. Did we talk about Daredevil? Well, we didn't really. I mean, like we talked about it briefly in the show, but we didn't really go into our feelings about it yet. Uh, I, I'm willing to talk about it. If you guys want to call and talk of Daredevil, Patrick wanted to know if it was too soon to talk about Daredevil spoilers. I think yes. I think it's too soon to talk it's spoilers. Only a day old. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I'm really, really enjoying it. Initial feelings are yeah, great. Very positive. It's I I liked the second season of Daredevil. I did not enjoy it as much as the first season no. of Daredevil. No, no, no. And I don't think I knew that at the time. But I think watching the first three episodes that I've seen of this one reminded me much more of what I loved. Like a return to form. About that first one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're bringing everything down to earth because we can all agree the Defenders thing was a failure. It was. It did not work. Mm-hmm. They yeah. took what was so great about each of these characters in their little section of New York doing their street level thing and they tried to turn it into an Avengers movie. But it was Avengers Light, you know, like, eh, it's not even that weird. It's just a bunch of ninjas that are just murdering people wholesale in the streets. That story plays in the 80s. That story plays in the 70s when New York was an inherently fucked up place. But if ninjas are running around just murdering people in broad daylight in New York today, that's all over CNN. You know, I mean, like, that's huge news. But Matt, these are (laughs) secret ninjas. Yeah, but like this stuff was happening in the Iron Fist show in broad daylight. Like, dudes showed up in with secret. axes, with hatchets, and killed, violently murdered people in front of, like, 30 people. Secretly. And then they walked out the front door. Because <laughs> you know? they don't give a care. That Yeah, that just sort of removes the dark, dingy, secret part of New York that these characters live in. And I feel like they've brought Daredevil back there. Yeah. And I'm very happy to see him there. Yeah, I like, I like you know, he's... Um, He's messed up real bad. Mm-hmm. A building fell on him yeah. <laughs> at the end of Defenders. Yeah. Uh, and it was not like a miraculous escape. He's hurt. No. Really bad. Yeah, it opens with, like, it shows what happened after the building fell on him. And it was yeah. bad. <laughs> and um, I, I just like the, so far, like, the path he's traveling to kind of get back to being right. Daredevil. Uh, it's super interesting. What and they're doing with Wilson Fisk, by the way, like, where he's speaking to Daredevil, like, in his head. And he's wearing the white suit, like yeah. right well, out like, of the comics. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Daredevil a, is hallucinating. Yeah, and it's like Wilson yeah. Fisk in the giant white suit, black shirt, white tie, you know, like right out of the comics. It's so good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I love having D'Onofrio back. He's a wonderful character. He's terrifying on this show. It's so good. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis? Hey, nerds. Resident Aquaman Superfan, Patrick. All we had to do is say your name, and you came to life like Candyman. <laughs> that's it. That's all like, you got to do. Like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, just say three times. I'm here. What do you want to rap about, Patrick? Uh, so I just finished Daredevil. The whole um, thing? Yeah. You watched 12 episodes since yesterday? No, I watched 13 episodes since yesterday. Shit, man. I thought there was only 12. <laughs> that's <laughs> impressive, Believe sir. me, there are 13. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh I I feel really good. It is like you mentioned, like sort of this return to form. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, uh, there's a lot of uh, good twists, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely a lot darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to not say things that I don't think are spoilers, but other people might say or think are spoilers. So I don't want to you know do that. Um, it's it's and this isn't a bad thing. But it is definitely the Wilson Fisk show. Oh yeah, I don't uh, think I don't think you can help that. I think D'Onofrio, just as an actor, is so good and has such a literally huge presence that yeah. And and like Wilson Fisk has always been inherently tied to Daredevil, and even the Daredevil Reborn story that they're sort mm-hmm. of doing here. Born again. Oh, pardon me, born again. Born, yeah. But they're sort of doing here. I mean, that was a huge Wilson Fisk story as well. I mean, they're yeah. they're inherently linked as characters, and I really like that they're embracing that now. It's not just Daredevil fighting Wilson Fisk. It's Daredevil living in a town with Wilson Fisk. You know, yeah. like they are one, they are conjoined, and they cannot yeah, get away like, from like each other. Yeah, like they orbit each other. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, for sure. And I'll, I'll, I'll say that, and how how far are you guys? Like, I'm not going to give any away. Just I'm curious. three episodes in. Joe is five. Okay. So as it goes on, like it, you, you start to see like 
how good Wilson Fisk is um, at what he does and like planning ahead and yeah. this sort of stuff and what he's like capable of to the point where like as it gets closer to the end, like I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I don't know how they're going to pull it off because <laughs> Wilson Fisk is what he is. And like, what can you do? Right. Uh, uh, and um, yeah, it's, it's really good. The end is really heartwarming. Um, yeah, it was great. All it was, I, I, I do not regret. Does Danny, does Danny Rand show up? Hours. Is what? Does Danny Rand show up? <laughs> uh, do you want a spoiler? Are you serious? Does Iron Fist fucking show up? If he does, I'm I'm done. I'm quite quick. Oh come on! <laughs> Don't tell me. I'm I, I'm saying no. I, I'm either way. If I say yes or no, it's a spoiler. So I'm not gonna say <laughs> okay, anything. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, there were there were some things revealed in the last episode or two that I watched that kind of speak to what you were talking about about uh, Wilson Fisk. Like at first, you you think oh like he's just. He's doing what he has to do. He's going along with his sentencing because right. it's the best thing to do to protect his wife. Uh, or I don't know if they're married in the in the show, but uh, to protect Vanessa. And then suddenly things yeah, start they, to come out. They secretly got married, didn't they? Yeah. I don't remember. I think I recall them secretly. Uh, but then they like, are not married. No, yeah. No, okay. But yeah, things I can things, for sure confirm that. Okay. Things start to come out and you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> Like all of this is orchestrated. Shit. Quiet, you stop it. No, listen, it's not a that is not a you. leap. <laughs> I'm not saying specifics, but it's like you you how um calculating. Right. He really right. is. And whenever whatever you think whenever you think you've got him pegged, you don't. Right. Uh and yes, yeah, it's exactly. it's super good. Awesome. I can't wait to watch more. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh uh Devil is great. Um uh, <laughs> yes. All the yeah. There's other characters that come in, and it's it's all really really well done. Yeah, they know what they're doing, and they think they know that they're in real trouble after Iron Fist and the Defenders, and they have to clean this mess up and get people excited again. I'm glad they are. I'm a they, little upset they about this. They have made everything better. This Luke Cage thing really pisses me off, though. Really, that I don't me understand. Off. I don't like. Get I it understand all. Iron Fist. That I, I I was surprised we even got a season two of that. Uh, I think uh, everybody was. I remember when they renewed, they were like, Iron Fist is renewed for season two. Everybody went, oh. <laughs> yeah. I still have a of what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, had Luke Cage being cut, that's, that's surprising because that's stayed solid. Especially after the, how good that second season was. God, it was fucking right. great. And I cannot believe yep. they're like, hey, yeah, let's just, let's cancel the black guy's show too. You know, we're just going to go with all the white people's shows. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're all super racist. I think that's the motivation. <laughs> it just yeah, that, it looks bad. It. it looks yeah. bad, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Patrick, right. um, always good to talk yeah, to you, buddy. Uh, real, real quick, I wasn't here for uh, last week where I assumed that you talked about Venom. We did. We did talk about Venom, yes. Okay, uh, hot take, Venom was kind of fun. <sighs> that's what I said, too. Ugh. I, I just yeah. I just thought it was I, wasted. I figured those were the sponsors. Matt, just, Matt hates fun. No, I didn't hate. I don't hate it's fun. True. It just felt lazy. It felt lazy to me. It All right, we're not doing this. Again. We're not doing this again. That said, I, I agree up, with you, Patrick. I caught up on Donnie Kate's Venom this past week. I've up the latest issue is seven, I believe, just came out. I think you're right. It is excellent. I have never cared about a standalone Venom storyline ever. This storyline is excellent. It is so good. Huh. You should absolutely pick it up. I was I was trying to sell it to Ryan Forrest. And he was like, no, I don't give a fuck about the character. Absolutely not. Like, I don't either, man. But like, I read the first one for the show and was like, oh, that's that was pretty good. I want to see where this goes. And then all of a sudden I was caught up. I'm like, fuck, I need to read the next issue of Venom. This is great. <laughs> sure. If a story's good, the story's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Patrick, thank you for your call. Right. Always good to talk to you. Buddy. Yep. Bye, buddy. Later, dude. Let's talk horror. Okay. Let's talk our answers. All right. Well, I'll get mine out of the way go since and, I don't go know. Go ahead and get yours out of the way. Let me guess. Hocus Pocus. You want to bring that one? No, back. no, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. You got that weird crush on Bette Midler. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> so the horror movie, I'm not really a horror movie person. I just never, I didn't grow up watching them, so I don't really have an affinity for them. Sure, sure. Um, but I have seen some. You, and can do, you can talk comics too. Well, I think he's specifically talking about movies. No, a franchise is a franchise. You know, I mean, whatever. Well, I have a movie. I have a movie answer. Okay. Uh, the the horror movie franchise that I think needs to go away is the Alien franchise, because every time they yep. make a new one, yep. it just makes them all kind of look worse. It's garbage. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, like that first one is so good. Mm-hmm. The and it's and Aliens is fun. It's it's not horror movie. It's more sci fi action. But uh, like just every time they dug up the franchise yeah. for another installment, especially once Ridley Scott started to put his hand back in the in the jar. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. How about this black goo, and you mix it with different things, and it makes different creatures. Yeah. And, but, and it's all of a sudden it's the Play-Doh and it's Fun like Factory, pseudo-religious. You know? What was that like, monster thing where you like put the goop in, and then you like put it in the oven and it made little gummy monsters? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> what was that know. shit called? Um, but yeah, I just think it. Enough is enough. Stop trying to reinvent the Alien movies. Yeah. Just stop. Stupid. When needs to come back? I mean, I don't really have a. I'm like Monster Squad is fun. Monster Squad is fun. Um, I don't know. I don't have. A, I don't really have one. Really? Yeah. Nothing. Well, I don't. I. I mean, I like a good vampire movie. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. I like vampire. <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, the underworld movies aren't horror movies. No, ni- they are neither horror movies nor are they good movies. <laughs> uh, well, I like the first one. They're bad movies. The first one's pretty fun. <laughs> No, I don't really have one. I, I honestly don't because, like, I never, like, I've never seen any of the Halloween movies. I've never seen any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I've never seen any of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. We got to do this. Like, I just, I don't have any connection to those franchises. Okay, uh, franchise that needs to go away. The Purge. Fuck the Purge. Uh, they are trying to do like, oh, like Saw. How we made another Saw movie every Halloween. The only good Saw movie was the first one. The rest of them were all garbage. The Purge, there isn't even one good one. Not even the first one is any good. Not like, to be confused with the first Purge, which is the <laughs> yeah, which newest was like movie. The fifth or sixth, <laughs> maybe. And there's a Purge TV show. Do you know that? Uh, yeah. There's a full-on Purge TV show. And every time they, I get tricked because I see this one cool-looking artistic thing in the trailer, and I'm like, oh, this this one might be kind of brutal and kind of fun. Maybe they're going to reveal like how the world got here or, or something. Nope, they never do. It turns out to be completely vacant, total bullshit. And, I, and for some reason, I have seen them all, and they're all bad. <laughs> they're all it's your bad. Own fault. Yeah, you know, it's just and it's just so wasted. It's like one of those things that could be really cool, but all they have is a cool idea. This one day of the year, murder is totally legal. Go settle your differences, and then you know after that. We all feel better. It's great, right? But how did the world get there? How did we get to that place? They never explained that at all. It was just like, well, last year we didn't do it. This year we're going to try it. And and the world was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) All right. So what I want to know is what is the world's stance on crime uh, the other 364 days a year? Just like it always is. Oh, see, I would think it would be like, that's the trade-off. Zero tolerance for even the most minor crimes. No, no, no. No, it's just like life is normal in this one day. We, you're allowed to settle your differences, smoke crack, kill each other, rape, murder, whatever you got to do. You know, like that's the purge, baby. And we get it all out of our systems. And it's just and every time you're like, why? I mean, every movie I walked away and I was like, why? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Purge sucks. Needs to go away. I'm fucking sick of it. Uh, one I would like to see come back and come back well is Hellraiser. I have such love in my heart for Clyde Barker's Hellraiser and the Cenobites and the mythology behind it. The, I mean, like the levels of hell and the lords of hell and how they kicked one out and the Cenobites work for Leviathan going to get people that have escaped and bring them back to hell. And like, <laughs> they're so scary and there's so much mythology behind it. And the first two movies are wonderful. The third one is a just piece of shit. And the fourth one, Hellraiser in Space, shockingly good. <laughs> it was really good. But now there's like seven of them, and they're all bad. Just really, really bad. I would like to see Clive Barker return and not even reset things. You don't need to at all. Just have Clive Barker return, write a quality script, and give us a solid Hellraiser movie for a new generation that's using all the new like technology we have to make things look really fucking scary. Because the first Hellraiser was all done, it was uh, Stan Winston's effects team, right? And it was all done stop motion and shit. It was done with makeup. It was done with fake blood. There's an incredible scene 
where Frank, who is like the evil uncle that escaped from hell that the Cenobites are coming to get, where he is reborn from his brother's blood, basically. And like they filmed the whole thing in reverse where they just like melted a corpse, basically, and moved a puppet around. But it's filmed in reverse with this beautiful waltz music and like of this creature like shaking and coming up out of the floorboards and like flesh crawling up over his bones. It's an amazing scene. And this was with like a shoestring budget back in the day. That shit fucked me up when I saw it in seventh grade. I was like, oh my God. Because they were like evil superheroes or supervillains, basically. Ugh. I, I want them to do it right. And I want Clive Barker to be attached. And I don't want it any other way. Give me a Hellraiser. Phil Lee, thank you for giving me my answer to the second half of the question. Uh, franchise that deserves a revival, Blade. Blade, but make it super scary. Yeah. No, make I'm, them like super scary, not yeah. like comic book vampires. No, Blade Though should... I do love those movies. Well, I mean, Blade 2 was, man. Blade 2 was scary. When they go into that club in the beginning and everyone's dancing around and the vampires come down from the ceiling and it's like this blood orgy. <laughs> like, it was creepy. Well, that's in the first one, isn't it? Oh, no. No, the, the, uh, dude, I'm talking about the vampires that are yeah, having yeah. a party and the other the vampires, vampires. Yeah, where their mouth opens like the right. predator and they, blah, and like on your head. And blah, blah. Uh, yeah, I would love it. I would love for there to be more Blade movies. But yeah, by all means, make them like way less cheesy. Yeah. Make the, them super scary. A, a Blade, like Netflix style horror series that is crazy fucking violent, crazy scary, like Blade dealing with seriously bad shit. Wesley Snipes is out there. He said he wants to come back. The man does not age. I'm like, I'm totally fine if they keep Wesley Snipes as wouldn't, Blade. Wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. I, love, I love Wesley Snipes as Blade. Some motherfuckers <laughs> just want to swim uphill. Or whatever the fuck the <laughs> uphill. <weapon> is. <laughs> Uh, well, you got to bring back Chris Christopherson too. Oh, Whistler. <laughs> yes, Whistler. Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right, Joe, we got to get out of here. Before we do, can you please set up our new question of the week? It is in the script. Uh, Remember? I, it is, but if I do that, I have to turn off the video. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got it right here. You want me to do it? No, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> this week's question comes from THN's very own Wooly Toots, who asks... What are the asking? The recent romantic developments between Thor and Hulk, parentheses, she, which I think is awesome. She's just Hulk now, though. Yeah. Got me to thinking, what is your favorite and least favorite comic character hookups? Here are Jared's runner-up runner up answers as examples. His favorite, Dazzler and Longshot. His least favorite, Wonder Woman and Superman. Okay. Superhero hookups. I love it. Let's do it. It's going to be great. Next week, Halloween. Get ready for our Halloween bash. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a great time. Uh, we're gonna. It's going to be scary. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Thanks to everybody that called in, uh, that got on the Facebook chats, that left us a voice message. This is your show. We want you on it. We need to hear from you. You can call us every week from 1130 to 1230-402-819-4894. You can find that phone number on our website. You can click the Call Now button on Facebook. Leave us a message anytime. You can send us um, MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com anytime. This is your show. Talk about what you want to talk about. We just do nerd shit here, and we love it. And we love you guys. <laughs> right now, <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our uh, our masks, our little yeah. Uh, they are super glitchy. Our Halloween bullshit. Oh, that's a nice stash you got. Or yeah, purple. Those... It was a stash. Oh, yeah, is it? It's a stash. Oh, I thought maybe it was kissy lips, but no, yeah, it's like a purple mustache. They're glitchy as hell. Yeah. Thanks again, kitties. But for now, this is the two-headed nerd signing up. <laughs> Excellently timed googly eyes.